0: Welcome to the Growing Green Landscapes Podcast with Jeremiah Jennings. While still in his early 20s, Jeremiah already runs a successful six-figure lawn maintenance company. Listen in as he and his guests share the things that have brought them success that can help you in your business. As a young entrepreneur in the green industry, Jeremiah emphasizes the tips and tricks involved in running a lawn maintenance business while discussing the principles applying to all small businesses. If you're wanting to grow, become profitable and professional, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going
1: on, everybody? Welcome into the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today. We're excited to have you here, and I hope you leave here with uh, some good value and content to add to your business and uh, to help you grow and be more efficient. So, I'm apologizing right now at the beginning of the episode for missing a day the other day. Uh, We missed Wednesday's show. Uh, Just had some stuff come up that we weren't able to get it out beforehand and get it out on time. So, we missed that one, but we're here on Friday morning. Uh, We're going to finish the week out strong. Hopefully, y'all are out mowing uh, on the mowers. You can just take this and put it in your brain and feed it into your systems and into your business And uh, help you all become more profitable and more efficient. So, what we're going to do today is going to be a short and sweet episode. We're just going to talk about some stuff that we do in our business, uh, which is mainly a lawn maintenance company. As you know, um, that's mainly what we do the most of. So, we're going to talk about some stuff that we do to make us run more smoothly and be more efficient. So, uh, this is actually an episode that was spurred by an Instagram post that I made a few, probably the the last week, I think. And uh, we had, I asked if you had any questions that we needed to, to uh, address on the podcast about how we did things and uh, stuff that you, the listeners thought that you could learn from. And uh, so I did get a few replies on those. And so we're going to hit on those topics today and just talk about them for a quick minute here. So the first one we're going to go into is uh, payroll. I got a question about payroll. Well, as you guys know, uh, I am a small business. I am still starting out. This is, uh, I'm not starting out. This is my third year, but I haven't been doing it forever. Um. Still learning stuff every day as I go on. Learning stuff from my accountant, uh, from my uh, bookkeepers, all that stuff. So uh, I'm I'm learning as I go. So I'm not a a finished product by any means. Uh, So, but I'm going to shoot you straight. I'm going to tell you what we do, and and that's I'm going to be honest with you. We're not a massive company has everything figured out, but I'm going to tell you what we do and uh, the stuff that we're going to try to change in the future if we don't like it and we don't think it's efficient. But I'm going to tell you what we do for now and kind of help you and relate with you on what you do in your business. So uh, payroll is actually what we do right now is I only have one full-time employee right now. Uh, My summer help uh, actually started school back, so I'm down to one employee right now. I'm on the fence about hiring another one. I got a guy that's supposed to come in and start next week, so I'll let you all know how that goes. Uh, We actually had a guy... That was supposed to show up. He said he was going to be here the night before. We texted like 8.30. And uh, just didn't show up the next day. And I'll have to talk about that in another episode. I don't want to get into that right now. But I, I never thought that would happen. But it actually happened to me. But anyway, it's a side tangent. Back to payroll. So what we do is, like I said, I have one full-time guy right now. Um, so for him, I just pay him weekly. And uh, then I 1099 him at the end of the year. I don't have any W-2 employees. And I'm sure I'll get some feedback on why you should or shouldn't have W-2 employees. Uh, I know there are benefits to it. Uh, but for me, the the right thing, the most cost-efficient thing for me is to have 1099 employees because I don't have – he doesn't stay year-round with me. Uh, hey, he doesn't need to, me to provide him benefits at all or anything like that. I'm not in the place to do that. So uh, I 1099 him, pay him weekly. And then we do his taxes at the end of the year. So he pays his uh, Social Security tax and all that, and we he just holds it back out of every check. I tell him at the beginning of the year, make sure you do this, hold this out, because don't go all year and then forget about taxes and spend all your money. So make sure and save that. So for, that's what I do for my employees. But for me, uh, I'm actually – this is – it's kind of a big step for me, and I'm sure there will be bigger people if there's anybody listening that will make fun of me. Uh, but I actually, this year I've, I'm taking owner's draws full time. And that's, that was a big step in my business was to completely separate business and personal money and, uh, take owner's draws every, every two weeks, pay myself like an employee of the company and, uh, not touch my personal money. So that's what I've been doing this year. Uh, I I don't have a payroll company because like I said, I just have one employee in myself. So I, and he's not a W2 employee. So I just, I pay him third party, uh, vendor that we use and i uh, pay myself through just automatic bank transfers so um it it works well for what we have for my size company it works well we don't have any hiccups my accountant is all good with it he he talks to me about what we need to do we stay on top of what we need to do for taxes and stuff and uh, that's just what we do i keep everything separate keep all the track records of everything and um so i'm i'm still taking owner's draws that's what i do uh, I just started doing it full time this year, and it's been exciting to do it. I hope I can uh, sustain it all the way through winter with the same amount. Uh, I'm budgeting for that, but through the summer we've been able to do that, and uh, it's been awesome. It's been a, it's been a great joy to separate business and personal expenses. And uh, if you're out there and you're dealing with that right now, and, and you're trying to get separated, but you're like, man, it's so hard. How do I do it? Just start out with a with a small number. It doesn't have to be. Five or ten thousand dollars a week i mean every two weeks or something like that i mean start out with a hundred bucks a week or something and say that this is going to be my owner's draws and take that and you do it consistently and you don't let it stop and then you just grow that and you get to the the point that you want if you want to be making 500 bucks a month then start out at 100 bucks a week and then turn it up to 200 and then 250 and then, and then you'll be there 250 bucks twice a week i mean uh twice a month and you're at 500 bucks a month so um, everybody's got to start somewhere. That's a good place to start. Uh, owner's draws for a company, my sales works very well. Uh, there's, it's all legal. It's okay to do from what I understand. And, uh, if there's, like I said, if there's anybody out there that knows better and there's actually something legally wrong, let me know. But, uh, my accountant seems to say it's fine. And so we trust him. We have a good relationship with him and, uh, all, all is well on that end. So that's what I do for payroll for my employees and myself. Uh, uh another thing was, um, Invoicing the invoicing our customers, uh, we use a uh, we use YardBook. That's our CRM that we implemented uh, spring of this year. We were using QuickBooks last year, and I'll hit on that real quick. It was convenient to use QuickBooks because to send out invoices because uh, it was all in the same platform. You had all your invoices right there with your financials, uh, and so it all went together. But uh, we we switched to YardBook this year. We do have the paid version because my dog is in here with me, and she's yawning, and it's making me yawn. Man, y'all, excuse me, uh, but we had a long day of work today, and she's just in here yawning, smiling at me. But anyway, Marley is Marley is pretty much becoming a part of this podcast because she loves hanging out with me in here, and uh, she just sits here, she's in there smiling at me. Hey, baby, hey, all right. I might have to edit that out. No, I'm just gonna leave it. Yeah, I, I talk sweet to my dog. She's my she is my baby. We don't have a kid, and so this is this is our baby. She's a golden retriever. She's beautiful. She's about uh, she's about to actually turn two years old. So um, she's getting big. But anyway, really, really rabbit trail right there. Uh, but back to our invoicing. It was nice having it integrated with QuickBooks because all your financials were together. But we switched to uh, YardBook because. It is an actual CRM. You can route on there. You can put all your customers' information into there and uh, have your addresses, your price per cut, all that stuff that yeah, I'm sure y'all use. your. If you're using CRMs, you know what it all has. Um, Yardbook was great for me. I, I'm right, hovering around that $100,000 mark. It's a great platform. Uh, it's not as in-depth as what an LMN or a jobber is, but for me, it's exactly what we need. So we've been using that, and it's been great. And if you're not using... A CRM and, and you want to know how to make more money in your business Yardbook is the way to go I, and I don't know, I can't attest to the other CRMs uh, I know Spencer's Lawn Care they use uh, LMN and Caleb Allman uses LMN and uh, I have a few friends that use Jobber um, I think Mitchell Gorda uses Jobber uh, and a few others, I don't know how they do this but Yardbook, I, I tell you what this is the easiest way to make more money without doing any more work are you listening? Everybody, everybody listen up here. Mic check. All right. I'm coming through loud and, loud and clear. You can make more money without doing one bit of work by using Yardbook. Do you want to know what that is? On your invoices, when you send it out, it automatically adds, would you like to tip? When I saw that at the beginning of the year, I was like, what? What? Why? Why would you ask if someone wants to tip you to cut their grass? Like, no, nobody's going to do that. I mean, I, I left it on there just because it was an automate, automated thing. I left it, but I was not expecting anything out of it. I guarantee you, to date, since March first of twenty twenty one, and we're in August, the end of August, right now, I guarantee you I've made an extra, probably five hundred to a thousand dollars this year, just off of tips. Strictly tips, nothing, nothing else, no work, no extra work at all. I send the invoice, and it when they go to pay it, it says, "Would you like to leave a tip?" and it gives you your automated percentages every time without fail. I have, the, I have customers tip. And it might be five dollars here, or ten dollars there, or two dollars here. It adds up though. When you're sending out forty or fifty invoices a week, it adds up, and not per week. So I, you're sending out forty or fifty invoices a month, I guess you would say. Um, but well, no, about a hundred invoices, forty or fifty invoices every two weeks. Yeah, so 50, fifty, seventy-five hundred invoices a month, something like that. I don't know. All my numbers are I I'm trying to figure all that i don't even know how many i do uh a month but anyway i invoice my customers once a month for my uh i just include it i don't do it bi-weekly or anything like that my all my yards invoice them once a month so uh I, i don't know how many invoices actually turns out to be but that tip option is on there and guys i'm telling you people actually tip like it's insane how many people actually tip on there uh, you do a good job, you do quality work, you leave the place looking nice, you show up and you're professional, uh, you're dressed up, you, and I'm going to say you're dressed up, you're not a suit a tie, but you look presentable, uh, you present yourself well, if the customer's there, you talk to them. Uh, a little thing you can do is just like today, man, the trash truck ran right when we got there. As soon as we got there, we started the yard, uh, we pulled the trash can up uh, behind the house where they normally put it, so now the customer doesn't have to get it when they get home. That's the kind of stuff the customers are going to tip for, because that's the service that they You're providing them the service of keeping their lawn up and keeping it beautiful, but also you're helping them out by taking their trash can up for them, and that's the little things that they notice. So uh, if if you want a way to make more money with literally doing no more work, get a CRM, maybe LMN, maybe Jobber. I don't know if they do that, but I know Yardbook, what we use. It it adds a uh, thing to ask if you want a tip and people do it. So uh you do a good job and you can make an extra thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand bucks a year just off of uh putting that tip thing in there. So do that as much as you can. Uh another question that we had here we're gonna answer, just going down the list, is routing. So routing, we just do this uh yardbook, the CRM is a great way to do it. Uh, we put in all of our customers information. Uh, We we put the jobs in there. You can set them as weekly or bi-weekly jobs or however often they need to be done. And then, so you just go to the day and the day that you normally do it on and you can just print out that. Uh, We normally print out a sheet and stick it in the truck because I just don't like having to get on my phone every yard. So uh, we'll put out a a sheet for the day and uh, put it in the truck so we have it all right there. All the customers with their addresses on there. And once you build a route, uh, you kind of remember it and just know how to go and the best way to do it. So Uh, we're not in a very big area we're trying to scale down here our area so we're getting tighter routes and what we do is we just do that we print out the sheet we put we uh, the yard book has the capability of routing for you and giving you the best uh, route but for most of where we are i just know the area i know the fastest ways to get there so that's what we do we stick in the truck and then for some reason if i'm not there i have to leave or something uh my crew leader can take it and he has all the addresses there you don't have to text me and say where am i going next what am i doing um he has it all right there in front of him so routing is a good option through yardbook they can do it'll it'll do it for you you can add them all in there and then it'll make you a route or you can just print out your job sheet and and you do it yourselves if you know your route very well um but uh, another thing here was financials uh we do use quickbooks we use the just the quickbooks the basic i mean i don't even know what, i think it was like 20 or 25 bucks a month, something like that. But um, all of our transactions go into there, and then we have our accountant that does our bookkeeping. And let me tell you this. This is something that uh, I was not prepared for how nice it was going to be and how big of a blessing it is to hire a bookkeeper. Um, we hired our accountant uh, back in May, I think it was, to start taking over our bookkeeping. And, man, the pressure of not having to come home every night and, and categorize your transactions and hope you're putting them in the right places – and I hope you're spending the right money on the right things, that type of stuff, being able to do that, man, make that a priority as soon as you can. Make that uh, hiring a bookkeeping service, whether it be your accountant or an independent service um, that strictly does bookkeeping, make that a priority because I, I'm definitely paying for it. I mean, I'm paying a, a a decent amount of money per month to have that done, but it's freeing up my time. It's freeing up my time to do podcasts, to create content, uh, to to take on more clients because I'm not... Uh, stuck at home every night doing that those those bookkeeping things that have to be done and by, by hiring somebody to do it I know it's getting done the right way I know that everything's getting put where it needs to put needs to be put they can tell they can give me uh, financial statements at the end of every month profit and loss statements and uh, I know it's getting done the right way so make that investment as soon as you can we use QuickBooks all of our cards are linked to it and uh, our accountants have access so they just go in there and do what they need to do to uh fix that up. But um we're really I mean that's uh yeah, there's a few more here. Uh there's not not too much though. Um I did make a video a while back. I want to hit on this really quick of gaining new customers. If if you're going into the fall here and you're like I need to gain a few more customers to end out the year, um some tips on doing that. And, and this is kind of in this like I said, it's going to be a short episode. It's not going to be very long. 20 25 minutes. Um, I keep my word when I say it's short, unlike Brian. But anyway, uh, a, a few tips on gaining those customers. So uh, one thing is, if somebody calls you this time of year, they're, it's probably because either their current service canceled, their lawnmower broke, or they're just tired of doing it. Um, if it makes it to this point in the year, and they're still calling you at the end of August, then it's probably one of those three things. Well, If you're if you're really needing to take on those clients, then one thing you have to do is one answer the phone. Okay, answer the phone and uh, talk to the talk to the potential client, even if it's a number you don't know. Answer it, tell them who you are, and uh, listen to what they need. If they do say they need lawn service, okay, they need lawn maintenance, then then go out and give them a quote, but do it in a timely manner. All right, don't say I can get there in four days. Okay, get there as soon as you can. Do it do it that night if you can. Okay, that afternoon. When you do it, look professional, show up, show up on time. Hey, uh, oh, this thing gets me. I'll get fired up here. If you say you're going to be there at 5, be there at 4.55. Don't be there at 5 or 5.01. That's late, okay? If you're there on time, you're late, all right? Be there at 4.55, whether you're just sitting in the driveway and then you wait to go up to the door until 4.59. I I don't care. Be at that yard on time because you don't, I mean early, because you don't know what you might get into traffic-wise, and that just needs to be an overall principle in life is you don't need to be late somewhere as a business owner, okay? That just gives you a bad reputation, a bad look. So uh, get there on time. Get there when you say you're going to get there. And uh, also when you get there, make the client feel like you are giving them your undivided attention while you're there, okay? So you're not just on their yard and then you're texting and you're you're answering a phone call and you're looking around. While they're there and they're showing you a property, you need to take them and say, all right, you're my number one focus And focus on them. Listen to what they have to say, and uh, and and communicate with them. Ask them any questions that you need that need to be asked. Where do the property lines end? Uh, What days do you want it to be mowed? Do you have a certain height? Do you want it higher or lower? Everybody has a preference. Um, We have a general height that will do it, but if you want a little bit higher, we can get a little bit higher. So ask those questions. Make that client feel like you are interested in the job. Okay, and then so you leave the job and you say, "I'm going to get you a quote." Uh, I'll, I'll run some numbers and get you a quote. Don't wait until two days later to give them a quote. Get them a quote that night. All right, get home, do your numbers, uh, figure it into your CRM software. that can do that for you. But you, that, uh, you can put in your man hours and make that – it'll show you what you need to be making per man hour, and you, you budget that and you figure that up, and you just say, all right, here's what I need to make. Um, this is what we need to, to do on this yard. So uh, it, this is what the price is going to be. It's going to be $80 to cut your yard. Well, if if you do that that night, then it gives them time to either say yes right on the spot or they'll think it over and call you the next day. Well, if they do think, say, all right, we're going to think it over. If they don't call you the next day, call them back the next day, okay, after that. So if you go on a Thursday, they say, I'll call you back on Friday. Well, you don't hear from them. Call them back either that Friday afternoon or Saturday morning, okay? Don't make them think that you just forgot about them, all right? Maybe because maybe they got busy or something, uh, or maybe they simply forgot to call you or something. All right. You check back up with them. Make them feel like they're a priority. It's like I'm saying earlier. Make them feel like they're your customer that you want. All right. If you want the yard, act like you want it. Be a good salesperson. Um, so they go home. You tell them the price of $80 or whatever it may be. And, and they say, Well, think about it. All right. And they call you the next day and say, All right. Yeah, we want to do it. When can you put us on schedule? Don't wait two or three weeks. Okay time being prompt in this in this whole process is a big thing okay um and it's something that i'm having to learn and and try to implement in my business too and move up because i'm bad about that of being like oh we can get there in three or four days no 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 the customer that's going to be the happiest is the one that's going to say you can get there right on time okay you can get there in, in 24 hours or 48 hours all right Get there as soon as you can, and I understand if you have a full route, you can't literally take it on the next day. I had that happen this week. I took on two or three new clients, and they wanted it this week, but I just couldn't do it because my route was already full. But say, hey, I'm going to be there bright and early Monday morning. All right, we can't get you in the end of this week, but I'm going to be there bright and early Monday morning. So, get on the property as soon as you can, and uh, just give them your full attention and help them. Uh, just, just help them understand that you want their business and, and that they are a priority to you and that you want to work with them and stuff so but first qualify your clients okay and when they call you on the phone and you don't have to be like uh well how much do you want to spend Just, you talk to your customer what what serve what area are they in okay you need to have a divine service area don't be going 25 miles from your house to cut a yard okay get out of that as soon as you can I'm telling you that from personal experience it was a terrible decision all right, I'm still trying to get out of some of my yards that I'm stuck in right now, okay? Get out of those as quick as you possibly can. And if you haven't taken them on, absolutely do not take them on, okay? Don't even make that an option. Stay within 5 to 10, 15 miles of your of your home base if you can. All right, do that. You'll be a lot more profitable. But I don't even remember what I was saying earlier. Just have good routing. Stay close to home and get good route density. But uh, like I said, guys, this was going to be a short episode uh, there, there's not much more to talk about here other than those few things. It, it's, uh, it's topics that are, they're big topics, but it, they're not that hard. I mean, the, the financial side of things, uh, comp like I said, a company, my size, the, uh, the owner's draws looks, works well for me. Um, it's one of those things that I don't need to be doing a payroll service or anything like that. Um, it's just what we do. And it's what works for us. So for our employees, we do the 1099. We're not on W two, um, and it, and it works well. Our accountant's okay with it. And I know I'm rebuttaling now, but I'm just trying to get that that point across. So if that's what, that's how we do it. It's not a, it's not legal or legal advice or anything like that. That's what everybody says. But uh, it was just something that we do. I wanted to come on here and talk to you about. Um, how we do it, because I've said this from day one, we're going to be honest, we're going to be open in this podcast, we're going to talk about how our business runs and operates, and I want to learn from y'all, and anybody out there that's listening that has a bigger business, or that is more qualified, that's been in it longer, uh, I want to learn from you. I, I'm i not coming at this from a top-down approach, there's so much stuff that I don't know. I'm learning stuff every day doing this thing, but um, I wanted to come on here. Man, yawns are bad at night, uh, but it's better than coughing, I'm not blowing your ears out. Uh, but it, it's been a fun episode guys it was short and sweet like i said 22 minutes here nothing nothing fancy come back for next week's episode we have a really good guest interview lined up um i'm excited for it and uh we got a big announcement coming up for for an event that's happening near us uh for our guys in the south i hope you're excited and uh just come back and and be ready for wednesday's episode because it's going to be an awesome one uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Just we have a very special guest lined up. A big announcement in that episode that's gonna be coming. So uh, come back for that one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, apologize for missing Wednesdays. This one is nothing too fancy. Just a short and sweet rundown of of a few things that we do in our business and uh, a, a, a few principles on how you can uh, go out and get more customers this time of the year. How to gain them. How to beat out your competition and uh, be professional while doing it. So. Guys, uh appreciate y'all listening in. Leave those ratings and reviews. It really helps us. Uh, I would like to be at uh, 20 reviews here before the end of the year. We're at like three right now. So I think 20 is a, is a pretty healthy goal for us. Uh, we're putting out two episodes a week. Uh, if we got to 20 reviews by the end of the year, I'd be very happy. So uh, leave those ratings and reviews if you like the episode. Give it those five stars. It will help the algorithm push it and get us out there to the to the greater community and grow this thing even more. So, uh, if you have a fun story, a uh, cool story in business, and you think you want to be on the show, then reach out to me. I'm always looking for guests. Uh, like I said, I'm not a top-down approach guy. I'm not better than you. Reach out to me on Instagram, at Growing Green Landscape, Shoot me a DM. Uh, let me know if you want to be on the podcast. We might can uh, hook up and, and do a little interview here and bring some value to all of our other listeners and uh, to me as well. And that's just... it's. I want to bring value from my mouth and my my guest's mouth to your ears, to the listener's ears, because that's what I want out of a podcast. Uh, When I'm listening to other people's podcasts, I want value. I want entertainment, but I want value at the same time. And that's what today has been, is some value here. Not much of entertainment, Uh, just some X's and O's running numbers and stuff, so... I uh, hope, you, hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, check us out on Instagram at Growing Green Landscapes. Come back for next week's episodes. They're going to be really fun. Big announcements coming out. And uh, I can't wait to see y'all. I guess I can't talk about GIE. Is, uh, I'm going to be there. I'm 100% going to GIE. Got my room booked. Got my ticket bought. And uh, I'm excited to be there. It's my first time. So uh, anybody that's going that is a pro, I might to hook up with you and let you teach me the ropes on what to do and where to go. So uh, if you if you have been before, let me know and uh, hopefully you can give me some advice on on what to do and where to be. But I'm looking forward to it. hope to see you all there, any of my listeners that are there. uh, Come up, let's connect, let's talk, and uh, I'd love to meet you in person. So that's going to do it, guys. We're going to button this one up, and uh, it's a short and sweet one, going on 25 minutes here, uh, but I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it brought you some value, and it'll get you through your day here on Friday. Y'all enjoy your day. Enjoy a great weekend ahead. Uh, Go out and uh, spend some time with your family, your kids, your wife, uh, maybe it be your dog, I have a dog, all right, take him on a walk or something if you 're not to that kid' stage yet uh but enjoy the time off, take the weekend off, and uh go to church on sunday pray uh worship the one that, that puts you here, gives you the ability to run your business, and uh just overall have a great life he bl- the Lord blesses you uh when you when you do your part in giving to him and uh promoting him and just living for him guys all right that's uh we're going to have a few, we might hook up with Paul Jamison and do a podcast on that about. Uh, his Sunday service episodes. And guys, just don't forget, I'm a very strong Christian. I believe that. If anybody has any questions about that, also reach out to me and I'd love to talk with you about it. But alright, I'm tired of rambling here, guys. Need to move on and uh, got some other stuff I got to do. Got a hard stop coming up. So, anyways, hope you all enjoyed this episode. Connect with us on the Instagram. Can't wait to see y'all at GIE and we look forward to seeing y'all here next week on the podcast. So, uh,
0: hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you here on the Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. We know you have many other podcast options to choose from and don't take it for granted that you chose to spend some time with us today. You can connect with Jeremiah Jennings at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram or use the link in the show description. Don't forget to smash the follow button on the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you crush it in your business and hope to catch you on our next episode.